Welcome, collectors, investors, friends, and hobbyists. This is Trading Card Therapy, episode number 18. Thank you for joining us. I'm the doctor, your host, Leighton Sheldon. So today, cue the music. I am very proud to share a collection that I have exhibited an incredible amount of patience in regards to a collection that ranges from the 1930s to the 1950s, headlined by some very impressive Gaudis from the 1930s. But would you believe it, yet another collection of untouched, fresh cards from the 1930s time period. Led by, we're probably gonna call it this because of what I'm about to show you, the Once Bitten Collection. What I'm showing you right now, and I'm going to show off to our friends on Instagram as well, is a gorgeous 1933 Gaudi Babe Ruth, the red version, number 149. Great color, nice corners, at least three of the four. However, you can tell why I'm calling it once bitten. Whether it be a mouse or some sort of, you know, tear happened, I don't really know. But someone was hungry at some point, and the corner is missing on this Gaudi roof. That was the first image I saw when I started to investigate this collection from somewhere inside of the United States. And the reason why I'm not being so specific yet is because we hope to get the balance of the Gaudis and the rest of the collection. We were sent approximately 10 cards or so, which we're gonna talk about in the next few minutes. So when you, when you get an image like that and someone tells you they have some cards that have been in their family for a while, you get excited. And even though I can see that the roof is missing the corner and it was very obvious from the images, my heart fluttered a little bit and raced because if you take a little bit closer of a look here, friends and IG, you can see that although it's missing the corner, it really does have amazing eye appeal otherwise. And before I tell you the rest of the story, I wanted to give our community a chance to reach out to me, whether it be through DM all of our different social media accounts across IG, Facebook, and Twitter, or email me personally, Leighton at JustCollect.com, about a question you'd like to see me cover on a future episode of Trading Card Therapy. So as I started to go through the rest of the uh, images, I get a lot more excited because there's precisely two more Babe Ruths, there's a Lou Gehrig, and everything is ungraded. Before I show you the next two Ruths and the Lou Gehrig, I want you to understand that if you're not buying ungraded cards like this regularly, it may seem very easy and straightforward, but you understand that, you know, if a card grades a three or a four, a four or a five, or a three and a half or a four and a half, on a 1933 Gaudi, Ruth, or Gehrig, that's a big difference financially in terms of value. So this particular lead was referred to my company, JustCollect.com, but not through our website. This is more of a personal referral. This is a friend of mine who referred uh, this individual who I didn't realize was representing his family at the time, telling me about this collection. And you know, you've been tell you've been told before about, you know, I've had these roosts or I had Lou Gehrig cards, and you know, oftentimes they're either reprints or they've been sold, um, and the family just has the scraps or the remnants left of, of the collection. So in this particular case, I was very surprised to know that even though 
that Ruth is worth several thousand dollars in that grade. That was really just the tip of the iceberg. However, I've exhibited an incredible amount of patience with this collection because when we were first presented it, we decided to make sure the value was accurately figured out. And the only way to do that was because there was such a big swing and the Ruth Gowdy's are still hot. We decided with the individual's family that we were going to grade the best cards with PSA before we would make any offer. And even though I, as the owner of Just Collect, maybe if you will, paying a little extra or you're paying for that insurance. In other words, like that guesswork's taken out. So maybe that's hurting your margin. To me, at the end of the day, I just want to buy quality collections and quality cards at a fair price. And so I figured that if it was my heirloom and you're talking about a Ruth that could be worth 10,000 or 20,000, you know, whatever the case is, depending on the grade, that at least let me throw that out there. And if they decide they want to sell it as is, and I've had plenty of folks who decide, you know what, we don't want to mess around. We're just going to sell it as is. We're okay with that too. So what I had recommended is that we graded the Ruths and the Gehrig to establish the grades. And after doing that, I would then be able to establish the value a little bit more easily for the selection of 10 cards they sent us and then make them an offer based on that. And even though the PSA grading is expensive, PSA is starting to open up additional levels of service. So make sure you check out all those details on their website at psacard.com. However, in this particular case, we did pay a lot of money to get the cards graded. And my agreement with this particular family was that if we ended up getting the cards graded and we worked out a deal to buy the collection, we were going to absorb and pay for the cost to grade the cards of PSA. However, for some reason or another, if they didn't like the price, if Uncle Billy decided that he can't live without them, whatever the case is, we would send them back and all they'd be responsible for is the exact cost of grading. And I wanted them to make sure that they understood they were in good hands. And so this process, although sounds very simple, took a lot longer than I would have liked. And when I say would have liked, because I'm a card nerd at heart, folks. And so understand when you have these cards I'm about to show you sitting on your shelf, and all you really are at that point is like a custodian of them, and you don't own them yet, and you may even have to return them at some point, it's almost like a, you know, a form of torture. So that's why I haven't been that vocal about the collection until we figured out one with the other what we would do. Let me show you the next card from the collection. Check out this beauty. A 1933 Gaudi Lou Gehrig, number 92. Freshly graded by PSA. A PSA 4 has the eye appeal of a 5. If you can't tell, we'll be posting pictures of this on our Trading Card Therapy and Leighton Sheldon Instagram account. Check this out, Instagram. Gorgeous example of a 33 Gaudi Lou Gehrig. And I'll tell you, these mid-grade examples represent some of the best value in the hobby. Because at first glance, if you didn't know what this card technically graded, and I showed this to, you know, my father, my wife who's an attorney, although she does know a fair amount about grading after living around me for all these years, you might think this card is six or seven. It's got great eye appeal. So I'm glad everyone is enjoying this show and tell, but I'm hoping you can at least experience some of the, the, the ebbs and flows of this deal that I, that I, you know, had to deal with firsthand because you're getting these cards graded by PSA. You don't know if you're actually going to be able to buy them. 
You then get them graded. They get fair grades. You're like, wow, I'd really love to buy these. And then, you know, the families have them in their collection or their possession, what, for the last approximately 90-ish years and in the 50s, 70-ish years? So unless they're in badly need of the money, people like to take their time with decisions like that. Makes sense to me. All the while, it's torturing me. I very much want to show people, you know, what we have in-house, but I didn't want to jinx anything with this collection. So that is the second card uh, we had graded by PSA on their express service. The next two cards and the last two cards that we had graded with PSA, and then I will show you the other ungraded cards that are part of this collection. It is two more Babe Ruths from the 1933 Gaudi set. Now, I want everyone to keep in mind that although I am a collector and a dealer and an investor of sorts, so certainly a hybrid uh, of any and all, I look at all of these deals, collections, stories and journeys I partake in and, and sometimes I'm fortunate enough to buy. And I'm practical and I'm realistic. And you're going to see exactly what I mean as I show you the next two beauties. All the way from the Bronx, New York. Now batting number 181 from the 1933 Gaudi set. George Herman Ruth. Is that not one of the nicest 2.5s you've ever seen? This side of the Mississippi. Now, I'll point out to you, it's got a little crease right here. Wrinkle. IG, if you could check it out. It's got some wear on the corner below. And although this is not the best card from the collection, and it is not the best roof because it is practical and realistic for me to own this card. This is my new baby. So this is the one I'm keeping from the collection. Very excited to share this with Crosby. Jules, I hope you appreciate it as well. But this is a beauty. Amazing eye appeal. Tremendous color. I mean, if you're a vintage card, Nerd like myself, this hits it on all cylinders. Now, for the grand finale, as I mentioned, only one of the Roos was once bitten. Would you believe it? The most expensive of the four Babe Ruth cards from the 33 Gaudi set, as you all know, it's the number 53 yellow version. Would you not believe that their 33 Gaudi number 53 yellow version graded the best of all three? And here she is, fresh from California. Number 53 from the 1933 Gaudi set, George Herman Babe Ruth graded PSA 4.5. This is a certified monster. Now, you may ask, why am I not keeping this? Because I enjoy being married. I enjoy where I sleep at night. I enjoy the companies that I run, Vintage Breaks and Just Collect. And it is not practical or realistic that I can keep 
each and every babe I come across. So, on Trading Card Therapy, a very special announcement is about to go down. Glad we have a nice crowd today. Now that this deal is final, and Just Collect owns this, in the coming days, this is going to be the centerpiece of an epic graded hit random for the Vintage Breaks community. Rather than sell the card privately, rather than sell it at auction, I have decided to make it available to the Vintage Breaks community. Everyone knows the deal with the roots in the collection. We got the once bitten, which I'm gonna sell off. We got the two and a half, which ain't going anywhere. And we got the four and a half monster, which will be coming soon to a hit random near you on vintagebreaks.com. Now, I'm going to show you, even though they're ungraded, I have four more cards from the collection. And by the way, there are potentially a few hundred more Gaudis from this very collection, which is why I'm not revealing where it's from, other than it is in the United States of America. Here is the other four cards from the first portion of the Once Bitten collection. Check out this fresh-looking 1933 Gaudi Rogers Hornsby. Thing is smoking. When you get Gaudis that look like this, they make it very hard to part with. That's why I had to decide in the first 24 hours what I was doing with the roofs or I would just torture myself. Look at that Hornsby. Bam. It's a beaut. Here is the last three cards, all ungraded from the collection, to show you some of the 1950s goodness. And lastly, really nice, fairly well-centered, 56 Tops Mantle. So the story will be coming soon on our blog at blog.justcollect.com. And the key to this collection, more than anything else, was one of my favorite songs by Guns N' Roses, Patience. And after securing it, not torturing myself into trying to figure out a way to afford to keep the yellow roof in a four and a half. And that, folks, is a very practical and reliable way to collect and deal in a hobby that we all love. And this is a great way to end Trading Card Therapy, episode number 18. Thanks for joining us, and happy holidays, everybody. Shed a tear because I'm missing you. I'm still all right to smile. Girl, I think about you every day now. Was a time when I wasn't sure, but you set my mind at ease. There is no doubt you're in my heart now. Said woman, take it slow, it'll work itself out fine.